0: Simon, guess-
1: hello Samantha.
0: Guess what I just did. Just what now. did you do? Just write this very moment.
1: I oh uh, wait wait wait. No, I have to guess. <laughs> you played some Hive with me.
0: I did. I did do that. Uh,
1: you drank coffee.
0: I also did that. Uh, you, you drank a beer.
1: You thought about uh, Robert Downey Jr.
0: I, every second of every day. I mean that's just
1: cheating. This is too easy. As- <laughs> <laughs> this game's easy.
0: Okay, no. I bought socks that have bitcoins on them. Yes. From the internet. From this fucking like sock website you just set up where you yes. can buy bitcoin socks
1: i have a website where people buy um socks with bitcoin on them <laughs> do
0: you know what i love about you the, like one of the many things okay tell me when did you have this idea
1: um yesterday morning
0: and now it's a thing on the internet and people can buy Bitcoin. well socks. i mean
1: it's not really my idea yeah my friend nick carolambos who's much smarter than i am and also knows how to magic socks which yes. i don't know how to do
0: N- and makes the most magical socks
1: he makes very magical <laughs> socks he Sooty made socks with bitcoin on them uh-huh. and then he didn't know what to do with them and i did and so now we sell them <laughs>
0: And, like, so what I love about this is it's like sometimes sometimes great ideas, you sort of need to pull triggers on them quickly because it's timing, right? Like, this is. Well, fun yes, and actually,
1: you're right. So, some, yeah. I- some ideas uh, need to percolate. Yeah. Other ideas, if you don't do something with them immediately, you, you yeah. never will. Yeah. And this is one of them. So,. Yeah. I was like, hey, bitcoinsocks.com is available. Let's buy it.
0: (laughs) And sell Bitcoin (laughs) socks. And
1: Shopify it. And and sell Bitcoin socks. Yeah, yeah. We have a few orders now.
0: It's really great. It's just like, so we were saying this earlier, is that like everyone, so many people like want to do things and have great ideas. And sometimes you just need to do things.
1: Yeah. Sometimes you just have to do stuff, Sam. Yep.
0: That's a good life lesson.
1: It's a a good, (laughs) it's also how you get yourself into terrible trouble. (laughs) waste a lot of time but yes
0: Mm.
1: yes there's Mm. a lesson in there somewhere
0: it's the thing about like living in the world these days is that like you, you can you can have these hardcore like core engineer developer technologist types right yeah and they can imagine a rocket that can go to jupiter and can take photos of jupiter and that's fucking magical and crazy right but then there's also just people who are more like swiss army knives of knowing how to do things get things done in the modern world mm-hmm. um and can just do a bunch of things very mediocrely but know how to like pull things together really quickly like swiss army knife skills yes
1: yeah, so i actually have some strong feelings about that Tell um, me your feelings no it's it's I, I i think it's the only thing i know how to do mm-hmm. and and um is, is just be a novice at everything. Mm. Like, I'm not an expert at anything. Mm. Mm. Um, but, but when you when you come to something with sort of the beginner's mind, mm. um, you, you sort of leapfrog the conventional knowledge about how I do X. Yeah. And you're immediately in sync with the new way of doing it. Like, right. you know, if you had to set up an e-commerce shop and you've been doing it since the 90s, yeah. I don't know this. But you probably have a lot of ideas about how one sets up an e-commerce shop. Like, you need to go get a merchant account at yeah. the bank, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But
0: also, you, even from the code base, like, you build it from the ground up, right? Like you, Probably. You I, I imagine. But yeah. now, you can just... Like,
1: Whereas now, it's like, I'm, you know, I'm coming as an absolute beginner. It's yeah. like, I know nothing about e-commerce. Yeah. I need a shop. Who does shop? Shopify. Yeah. Rad. Da-doop. They've got website <laughs> templates. They've got... <laughs> but pay integration yeah. they've you know it's yeah. done yeah. paypal out of the box boom you have a shop you there can sell go. stuff
0: it's pretty amazing
1: and and so
0: yeah
1: yeah swiss army knives
0: swiss army knife people i like it and yeah. you don't even fight frequently like sorry the daniel radcliffe joke no I, no, no anyway never
1: daniel more. who cliff
0: <laughs> harry potter is in this new movie where he's a fighting zombie and it looks magical he's
1: a fighting zombie it's
0: called swiss army man is
1: swiss oh i've heard about this yeah
0: it's, it's very like a strange zombie i i want to watch it
1: you'll have to go and watch mm. it and live tweet it so the rest of us can
0: <laughs> my friends who i love very much and they're married and they're two of the best people and they're married to each other which is even more amazing simon and bridget recently
1: simon and bridget
0: sorry Math- matthew barge and bridget oh, you're yes, simon them. did you know that you're simon um they started doing this thing where they watch really bad movies and live tweeted and they're hilarious
1: yes yes
0: I often retweet them when they're doing it on Twitter
1: I actually I saw this thing they were they were live Batman tweeting Batman vs Superman <laughs> which I haven't seen and refuse to see
0: but now I want to watch it but I only want to watch the version that is filtered through their minds
1: well and respect to them because they sacrificed two hours of their precious lives to yeah. go and yeah. <laughs> see the movie again
0: after I making it's, the mistake of they, seeing it the first time <laughs> they're, they're doing it for the, for humanity <laughs> <laughs> they're just giving people so like I've, I've also I love this thing about like perpetual novicehood um mm-hmm. but every now and then
1: being like, a beginner at everything being all a beginner the time at everything
0: all the time but every now and then <laughs> like i feel the need to go back and get theoretical which is the opposite of like getting practical right uh, so maybe so yes. like i was just talking about this the other day but i'm going to tell you again because it's so exciting um so specifically with coding and software right so i did a dumb degree in writing things um and then I started teaching myself to code in very, very entirely haphazard as I needed to do a thing kind of way. Mm-hmm. And I've been kind of scrambling together more and more and more to the point where I can kind of now almost do some things, but I still have no idea what I'm doing half the time. It's more like, I know that if I copy and paste that thing from that library that I found, then I can do it the thing, but I don't know how, I just know that it's happening, right?
1: I think 99% of all code <laughs> in the world today is written by somebody copying and pasting from there's like, like Stack Overflow. I think
0: there's 1% of people somewhere writing code and they understand what it is. But anyway, I discovered this amazing online course called CS50, which is run yeah. by the Harvard and Yale people, oh, cool. which is the theoretical like it's plugging it's plugging my gaps my theoretical gaps like it's helping me understand the first principles of what's actually going on and it's changing my whole view of the world and it's magical it's it's reminding me of the value of good teaching
1: yeah and also the importance of sometimes knowing what you're doing because i think it's very easy to in just about any discipline Mm. to learn what to do without learning why you're doing it yeah and what it's actually affecting yeah um and you know, coding is, is is a great example of that. Yeah, you coding. can get pretty far with copying and pasting other yeah. people's code, etc. But if you want to, I mean, mm-hmm. if you yeah. want to pull off something truly spectacular, yeah. you need to you understand, you know, what you're doing with those electrons flying through those processes. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I have no idea about. But but
0: it's interesting because it's like I think there's a new model of education emerging or learning things where it's like, so when I was trying to like plug my own I'm going to keep saying it plug my plug my holes when on you're coding, plugging your gaps when I'm plugging my gaps uh, <laughs> you know you go into like Cora, and there's millions it's like the most asked thing like how do I learn to code right yeah. and a bunch of people saying well there's Code Academy and there's this thing and there's that thing and there's a million other things but the problem is like there's no. firstly, everything is in a fake controlled environment, It's which doesn't help you the moment you have to leave their beautiful little interface right. and now try and figure out, oh, wait, you first have to install Node on your fucking computer. How do you even do that? What even is Node? What is the terminal? Ah! Yeah,
1: I just wrote a, a, a to-do application <laughs> yeah. in Java. And... But I
0: don't know how to make it go <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on my thing. Um, whereas, like, actually, I think there's this whole new um, way of thinking about education as being a curating problems like i want someone to curate a series of problems for me that get incrementally harder which is its own thing
1: i get that yeah 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 and that's the problem with a lot of these courses i've tried out is uh-huh. um a hell of a lot of effort has gone into compiling them but not much thought has gone into the experience of learning yes. from them yeah you know like they're incredibly complex actually making Mm. that little box on the website where you can write code and stuff happens Mm -hmm. and it gets verified but I actually but I'm not learning anything no (laughs) I don't feel like I am getting any closer to my goal of making an app that summons helicopters when I push a button exactly right <laughs>
0: that's terrifying
1: <laughs> it would be cool
0: it would be nice if you could summon them on other people just to freak you yeah.
1: me I mean Uber chopper was a step in the right direction but you know <laughs> you still needed a car to take you to the chopper uh, in, in the age of drones yeah. I feel like I should just have uh, a aerial vehicle come to me
0: <laughs> I like this thought that, I, that you've just said of realizing that there is a spectrum between drones and helicopters and at some point there's like a single person sized self-drone mm-hmm. which is also a self-driving helicopter it's
1: gonna happen Samantha mm. every home has a roof and uh, 30% of roofs are flat and <laughs> I believe in a future <laughs> I believe in a the future there's a fantastic image I need to find yeah. my friend Magnus Linktvist used to have it in his deck when you were speaking yeah. uh, of a magazine in the 50s and mm. they were imagining the year 2000 oh my god <laughs> And it's just it's like
0: what a disappointment this perfect
1: <laughs> compilation of how extremely fucked up the human mind was in the 1950s yeah because one of the things they imagined was that everybody would own a helicopter <laughs> And that well, men know
0: about energy crises. Men of course
1: only men Would zip to work in their helicopter And they have this fantastic illustration Of this woman standing in a gown With the curlers on the roof with her tea, Waving goodbye to her husband That's In his so dapper dark brown suit We can suit, imagine
0: helicopters
1: Who's flying to work in his single seater helicopter
0: I think that is the single best metaphor For human progress <laughs> That I've ever heard Like In the year 2000 Yeah, The technology shit is easy but actually like fundamentally ch- imagining different ways of society functioning Yeah. that's the shit yeah. that we figure. women going to
1: work Pff, whatever. whatever
0: I've been watching the most Oh, not been watching did watch the most incredible documentary of the other day called um, She's Beautiful When She's Angry uh-huh. which is a deliberately ridiculous title but it's about um, the women's lib movement in the 1960s
1: oh wow okay and
0: just like lots of interviews with like people who were organizing on the ground at the time and such a gorgeous reminder of like how these women used to get like attacked in the streets for daring like for daring to say that maybe the women sacrilege. should get better jobs you know um, and how the social order is going to fall apart and all of these things such a good reminder like this was 50 years ago
1: and look at what's happened subsequently Samantha and
0: look how fucked up you know
1: now that women out. don't live in the kitchen and just you know yeah. spawn babies well, every nine months
0: things are still pretty fucked up and it's it's but in a way it's, it's, it's almost it's
1: messed up everything
0: yeah it's nice to go back and look at Do like,
1: they have ideas so now <laughs> never I mean they're too
0: emotional our lady parts it's make a
1: slippery slope <laughs> <laughs> you know it started with letting them out the kitchen mm-hmm. and now they want their own helicopters <laughs> and jobs to fly off to
0: I mean energy right like do you know I read uh, did you hear that thing about Game of Thrones I know you're not a Game of Throneser but that I could be you know the premise of Game of Thrones though
1: right um, yes pornography with dragons yes okay dragons
0: got it but how it's a perfect metaphor for climate change where (laughs) everyone is running around worried about politics and who's going to sit on the dumb pointy chair and the whole time there are fucking ice zombies coming from the north that are just going to kill everybody and no one is dealing with that problem because they're too busy worried about the pointy chair and the boobs
1: it's always the thing we don't see coming
0: well we do this is everyone knows we coming.
1: do but we don't yeah. you know like the meteor that's gonna wipe us out in 2025 yeah. no idea Yeah. no idea
0: yeah.
1: we're too busy worrying about the Donalds?
0: yeah it's hard to But I mean those things are connected though because I can't see Donald, Donald and the meteor yeah
1: explain the, our
0: dinosaur overlord alien dinosaur <laughs> overlords who seeded humans on the planet millennia ago are gonna see this shit and be like not on our watch and hurl a meteor <laughs> with us yeah. Um,
1: which is a lovely Afrikaans saying apologies to anybody who does not speak the what does it
0: actually mean it
1: means loosely it means take that
0: yeah right. (laughs)
1: oh my god everything Um, I know
0: about Afrikaans I learned from bitter comics it's
1: it's the world's second youngest language next to Esperanza which nobody speaks is it really yeah Hmm. Esperanza nowhere but Afrikaans still spoken by some people yep Including mostly in Australia now. (laughs) By plenty of uh, fresh Australians.
0: (laughs) Sorry, Australia. We sent you our worst people.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah. I feel like those two things uh, are connected. Being, uh, beginner's mind... The uh, Swiss Army Knife of all trades.
0: Yes, and also how fucked our politics are. And not seeing things
1: coming. Yeah. Not not seeing the real thing.
0: But like things are crazy right now. Like it's hard to see the world on a social cultural level as having progressed in a linear way, right? Because what the fuck global politics? Like, what what is happening?
1: (laughs) This is the part where we tie it all together.
0: This. Okay, Simon, um, what's, what's the what's the meaning? Oh, <laughs> it's got to be a lesson. I don't
1: know. It is depressing, though. The world is a very depressing place at the moment, Samantha. Every mm-hmm. time we feel like we're making progress, we get a Donald Trump or a Brexit.
0: Mm-hmm. We can imagine the which I thought
1: might be a laxative.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> when I found out more, <laughs> turns out that Brexit is actually it's bad for you. It's not a good idea for anyone.
0: Bad idea for everyone. Um, Even Australia is going fucking weird.
1: Even Australia, man, Dude. even Australia is going weird. Dude.
0: It's like. It's the rise of clash. the right.
1: I must tell you, though, I had. Because uh, I spend a lot of time in England, mm. and uh, I have some young liberal friends in England who voted mm. for Brexit, mm. which is weird, right? Mm. Because the media it would have us believe that only old conservative farts who didn't know what they were doing voted media? for Brexit. No, sure. Um, I mean, that's irrational. So, so the one lady I know in England, uh, she's quite forward thinking, she's definitely liberal. And she was like, no, she's got no problem with immigrants. Like, she's not stupid. Mm. She wants these people here. She wants them to stay. Like, it's all good. She was voting Brexit because she thinks the European Union is corrupt. Which, of course, it is. It's a political, you know, whatever. It's made of
0: humans. It's made of humans. (laughs)
1: Um, But she just wanted, like, nothing to do with the EU. And she felt like Britain should get back to deciding what it wants on its own. So, for her, it wasn't a right-wing thing at all. Although... Now that I'm speaking it out loud, it sounds yeah. kind of right-wing.
0: There was a gorgeous long read in the New York Times. I, every time I, I reference something where I'm like, I read this in the New York Times. It's like, I heard this on NPR. Yes. It's like, I have to do it in that voice. It's a good voice. It's ridiculous. So in the New York Times, I was reading this fabulous piece, um, very well <laughs> written, while I was doing the Sunday Crossword, um, about where this like traditional liberal dude goes and interviews Trump supporters. Um, and it's a good reminder of like, it's very easy to parody the other side, but to the, like to the minds of Trump supporters, we yeah. are crazy. We are fucking crazy. Oh like, no.
1: Yeah. We, we are batshit.
0: Both sides think yeah. that the other side,
1: we is actually, we actually bother to find out whether or not things are true before we say them. I mean, only crazy people do that. So.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it's hard though, because like we were talking about this the last time that we, we've spoke and put a thing on mm-hmm. the internet right is, like, it's actually very difficult to change your mind about your beliefs. It's very difficult. And we, like little liberals, sometimes get very, very smug about like...
1: How much we know and how right we are.
0: Exactly. But actually, Uh, just like It's hard not to
1: when you're right. I know,
0: but just like those very liberal technologists of the (laughs) 1950s who were all about their fucking helicopters but
1: couldn't
0: see... Well, some of them were.
1: Okay. I don't know. I take your point. It's a good point. We're
0: wrong. We're beginners about everything. It's just, I
1: mean, you read this in the New York Times though. Like, Not I just, a
0: reputable newspaper.
1: Well, I just always picture somebody like tweeting their ex-Benedict next to their New York Times with a gingham filter on Instagram <laughs> and like, just catching up with the news from this week.
0: <laughs> That's why you have to say it in the voice.
1: Yes, you do the voice way better than I do. Uh-huh. Um, unrelated. But, yeah.
0: Unrelated. Uh-huh. Talking about... Filters. Mm-hmm. Do you think old people are using Snapchat now?
1: No, nobody uses Snapchat. I, Get out of here. I
0: feel like we have hit the Snapchat tipping point all of a sudden more than one other person that I know, which is an increase of 100% of people that I know are now using Snapchat. So
1: I'm going to say a crazy thing. Yeah. I think Snapchat will be the next MySpace. I think it's going nowhere. Okay. I think you're right. It's reached a critical mass. Yeah. Like, you know, Kanye is going to show up any second now. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people are on Snapchat. I try to force myself to use it for two months. Mm. I put it on the front page of my phone Mm. next to Facebook and Twitter and all the other things. Mm. Nothing made me want to open it every day. Mm. And every time I did, there was some banal stupid shit from one of my friends who I used to respect who had now decided that it was a good idea to be a motivational speaker on Snapchat. And there is nothing nothing that makes me want to open that app every day zero squat but, i mean face swapping was fun for five minutes yeah but you know it wore off and sure. and it's just i i don't see it sam yeah. i cannot imagine how this is going anywhere
0: i mean i did love like when vine was a thing and it was like it was this very constrained thing that made people that i don't think of as being very creative or funny yeah. in my friend group it really brought out their funny creativity yeah and that was great And for a while, I thought Snapchat would do that
1: too. So here's the thing, right? There's nothing you can do on Snapchat that you can't do on Facebook or Twitter. And people have argued this point with me, but it's true. You can post video to Twitter. You can post video to Facebook. The difference between Snapchat and Facebook is that Facebook knows how to pay people Uh and wipe its nose. Snapchat has absolutely no idea Mm. how to make money, right? It's worth four squazillion dollars because users and nobody has any clue how they're ever going to make money how on earth would you introduce advertising into Snapchat yeah not that that's a good idea because they've ruined Instagram and advertising
0: they'll hear you the advertisers they'll hear you
1: if you asked all the 16 year olds to pay a subscription they just go back to using whatever the heck it is they used before like I don't I just I cannot see how this becomes a thing a business a sustainable thing
0: look I think Facebook is ultimately going to run into some walls for a while. They'll think of something else, but like, well, Facebook's Facebook jacked?
1: Facebook doesn't have problems. Facebook makes money, cleans its nose. Will
0: Facebook continue to make money if? Look, I, 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 and, 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 is and not
1: again, free. I love Snapchat and yeah. I hate Facebook. Yes. But I think I think Facebook's sustainable, and I don't think Snapchat is.
0: It's interesting. Sometimes you do need the grown-ups to come in and actually, like...
1: Well, I mean, I want to love Snapchat. I don't understand what it's for. <laughs> Nothing makes me want to open it. My friends look really stupid on it. Um, <laughs> I'm sure some people it. are doing useful things on it. Maybe I just don't follow them. I Maybe
0: that's what I like about it, is your friends look dumber than you on Snapchat. And everyone <laughs> on Facebook is like, everyone yes. is so great. Everyone's yeah. life is so much better than my life. On Snapchat, everyone else is dumb. And that's I the
1: payoff it. tag. When you, open up, when you open up the Snapchat website, it's like your friends look dumber than you do on this app. And we're back after a short interlude, a <laughs> break. Um,
0: the word from our sponsors. We had Silas. to take a break,
1: and now we're in a, a much more echoey room yeah. than we were before.
0: No, that's not what happened. Our voice boxes were removed by an evil surgeon who broke into the room and decided to cut out our voice boxes for an experiment and replace them with echoey voice boxes. Oh voice
1: yes, boxes. I forgot. That's what happened. <laughs> yes.
0: How did you forget?
1: and now we have echoey voice boxes oh yes. nobody wants um, an echoey voice box
0: we need we've been talking about this for years we need like a studio that is our house and yes we need to live in a studio ball pits.
1: you know what else we forgot to do what no we regularly forget to do is to tell people things like we have a website oh do we <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Excellent. what is our website
1: takebacktheday.co
0: that's a very good website name
1: I thought it was particularly awesome mm. when I bought it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have that. Yes. What else do we have? Uh, Sam has a Twitter account. <laughs> she is at Greenham Sam.
0: And Simon is at Simon No, David? no, don't tell them. Uh, too late.
1: Before you know it, I'll have followers. Oh, no. Um, Simon. Yes. Have you
0: found things this I week?
1: find things all the time, Samantha.
0: Under the couch.
1: Under the couch.
0: Do you know, every in time. My teeth? Every time I move my couch, <laughs> I find, like for any reason, I find uh-huh. this whole collection of cat toys. And then my cat thinks it's Christmas. She's like, he's like, whoa, toys. I forgot I had toys. And then he goes bananas. And then almost immediately pushes them all directly.
1: And your cat is back correct. Under
0: the couch. <laughs> Which is great, because then you can just be surprised later. It's like, oh I have toys.
1: Mm-hmm. I think the last time we had a conversation on the internet, I told you about Google Keep. Yes. Which I love.
0: How's it going? You still love it? Yeah,
1: it's good. But I shouldn't tell you about it again. So let's talk about Shopify.
0: Shopify. How easy was it to build this whole Bitcoin socks store? It was
1: falling over a log easy, Samantha. Whatever. Uh, We have no affiliation with Shopify. In fact, we have no sponsors because... (laughs) because maybe, we have no sponsors maybe we
0: should get on that like doesn't every podcast in the world aren't they all sponsored by Squarespace yes and um, we
1: even make our website with Squarespace we do I don't want advertising Why though. do
0: Squarespace dude but
1: advertising is I mean I've got this suggestion that' we'll have none of that
0: dude anyone who helps me buy my beer I'm done. I'll help
1: you buy your beer
0: oh yay you can be my advertiser Should we? do you want an advertising Shopify
1: thing? was super simple to set up you go to Shopify.com you tell them what you want to sell you start selling it
0: uh-huh.
1: and you watch the the dollars roll in
0: the cash dollars yes Awesome.
1: <laughs> no it really is you know there's a lot of these like we make it simple to do x y and z on the internet tools and mm. none of them prove to be quite as simple as they purport to be mm. shopify is every bit as simple as it purports to be
0: so the last time i spoke to anyone about shopify what they told me was most helpful is that it doesn't just set up the the online website it like also will handle like the triggered email like Everything. confirming the order and the whole like shipping status thing right
1: it makes it all so simple cool. that we should each have a shop setting and thing
0: what would I sell
1: what would you say? I mean you're quite you're
0: quite the maker
1: Samantha I
0: could sell lamps I you could sell adventure time, time like shoes a, I make great adventure time shoes I
1: mean the cost of labor there is quite yeah, high it'd but would uh, terrible
0: I, I, I mean she hand
1: paints everyone
0: I do it's my, my thing. you
1: could sell those yeah uh, you I could, could sell... Lamps.
0: I've been making lamps.
1: You could take uh, single hairs from Digby. Yeah. Cost them in epoxy blocks.
0: <laughs> World's cutest cat hair. <laughs> yes. And
1: you could sell cat hair blocks. I
0: mean, I could just do what everyone does. I could just sell dirty underwear. I really feel like that is <laughs> the easiest way that I could make some spare pocket money.
1: Yeah. Sure. I mean, it's worth a try, right? But then... Right, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> I
0: mean, you, where does this come from? Where you just like you start making like fake fake dirty underwear so you get like tins of tuna and some cottage cheese.
1: This is disgusting. (laughs)
0: You just have to make them swap smell, you know. Is that
1: what they do in the Japanese vending machines? (laughs) Must do. Um, Anyway, this got gross. Okay.
0: Um, Shopify. Sounds rad.
1: Shopify is amazing. Mm -hmm. It makes it possible for you to Shopify anything. Cement the have you found anything that's amazing yes tell me all about it please god save me
0: (laughs) i am recommending that everyone i know who is even vaguely interested in technology even if they don't think of themselves being very technical people take the cs50 course or at least watch the first couple of intro lectures because they're magical okay um it's just great and everyone should do that but as a useful thing I recently discovered this thing called Fusion Tables which is a Google thing mm. so I was recently convinced to finally let go of my Excel license which was a big step for me um, I've had Tableau for ages and other like and I can SQL and so the more hardcore data analysis stuff but I can't R I've never been able to R so what I, does that mean? okay so there's the spectrum of playing with data right Yes. So on the far left is like things you can do in a, like on a piece of paper right uh-huh. and then there's like Excel. Yes. And then there's like, you need Tableau or something to visualize and play and SQL, like in the middle. Okay. And then once you run out of, you can't do things anymore that you need to do with that, then you have to learn actual data analysis programming languages like R or Python. Okay.
1: Okay. Right.
0: And it isn't really a spectrum because it would be smarter to actually just learn Python from the beginning. But most people who are interested in data sort of start playing with Excel, right?
1: Okay. Are you with me? Yes. I'm going to say yes. (laughs)
0: Anyway, um, so R is know. a
1: programming language for statisticians who have Macs.
0: Yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like R and Python is what the hardcore data people use. Got it. Yes, and there's a whole little world in the middle, which is like tools like SQL and Tableau, which mm-hmm. is like you don't quite know the hardcore tools, but you're doing things that are too fancy for Excel.
1: Okay. Right. Got it.
0: I was finally persuaded to let go of Excel, but there are always things you want to do with that kind of thing. You wanted like brute force stuff because you you don't want to do the hardcore things. Um, And then I was trying to use Google Sheets, which is the Google alternative. It was completely falling over, like it was crashing all the time. It was terrible. I couldn't do half the things I needed to do. It was driving me crazy. Um, and then Google, in their infinite magic and wisdom, I discovered had a product for exactly my need, which is like slightly bigger than Google Sheets slash Excel, but yeah. slightly smaller than like I actually need to do this using programs.
1: So, so give me, give me and an example. And it's called
0: Fusion Table.
1: That's amazing. Give me an example of something I could do with Fusion Tables. So, one of the things that's really cool about
0: Fusion Tables is Google also lets you easily upload public data sets. Okay. So, you can, for example, go and say, I want to look at all, it's obviously very US focused. I want to go and upload the US census data. Okay. Like row by row, right? Or I want to go and upload weather information from a particular town for the past 30 years. Okay. Like insane amounts of data. Okay. Uh So you can go and link in public data sets or you can upload your own databases. Like say you have the names and addresses of 5 million people who have bought Bitcoin socks.
1: Okay. And
0: for each of those people, you have lots of data about them. Mm-hmm. And you have a different table which has all of their purchase history. And okay. a different table that has... This is Stop it, your yawning. I'm
1: not. Data I'm is
0: all exciting, the time. okay? Data, is,
1: data makes the world go uh, round.
0: Anyway, so Fusion Tables will very easily without you having to know too much about what you're doing yeah. it'll take those little tables and it'll zip them all together for you and then so that you can do fancy visualization and fancy searching and you can ask it good questions and you'll go and look at much bigger t- chunks like of how many
1: people who bought bitcoin socks in alabama also bought pot plants
0: yes and how many of them bought it when it happened to be raining Okay. You know what I mean? Like you can go and...
1: This sounds magical, Sam. So magical. You'll have to show me at some... Because st- yes. I'm way too stupid for this No, stuff. no,
0: you're not. I mean, what's what I love about it is in true Google fashion, it looks deceptively simple.
1: Right. But yes, that is, that is Google's uh, true fashion. Yes.
0: So if you are a data person, if you were a data person, and you haven't quite gotten around to learning the actual real Python things, but you know like a little bit of SQL, or even if you don't know a little bit of SQL... You want to do something that's slightly too fancy for Excel, Fusion Tables. Awesome. Yes.
1: That's the thing.
0: Go play. Yeah, that's that's the thing.
1: That Sam found on the internet. Yes. Made like by that. Google. I feel like increasingly all of our favorite things that we mention on these conversations come from Google. God,
0: I love Google.
1: Why? How? How do they manage to make all the things? They ship. They ship, dude.
0: They fucking ship.
1: Done is better than good.
0: Mm, good and done is better than <laughs>
1: good is better than great. I don't know all the sayings, yes, but just ship, god damn it. Just
0: fucking ship,
1: just get it out the fucking door.
0: Yes, make your stop complaining and make sucks. it happen. I love you,
1: I love you too, Samantha. Such a doer. I know I uh, i am doing my doership. <laughs> <laughs> all right, should we go do stuff?
0: Yeah, it's us go do things. Okay, bye bye, Sam. Bye.